Welcome, Mistorians. Host Austin Heave She and host Brenda She Her have been waiting for you. Come along for Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. everyone welcome to episode 37 of secret histories of nerd mysteries today finds us in a lovely false spring type <laughs> setting is it false um, spring? i guess it's false spring to us because it's like 40 and we're in michigan and it's cold yeah this is false spring like um this isn't real spring yet like we could get our hopes up that this is real spring but this is false spring yeah. it's 40 degrees it's sunny and nice and you can open the windows for like 10 minutes before it gets too cold you know <laughs> <laughs> like but this won't last no it's definitely the time that like you're like we so it's weird what's weird about it is like all my facebook memories are like around this time is when i get the my i have like my statuses that are like Ah, here's Winter's Parting Gift. So, because Winter was, like, late this year. So, yeah. now we're going to get Winter's Parting Gift in, like, March. And it's going to be even worse. Because usually by then, we're like, we've made it. Yeah, it's... We're not done yet. This is, like, um when we used to hit 70 degrees in January mm, sometimes. Yeah. Because sometimes that happens. Like... Climate change is wild. <laughs> Michigan's wild. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to get drop kicked by, like, 10 feet of snow or something in two weeks. God, I... I just hated what we got. Like, already, it's a hell. I couldn't leave my house. I mean, I'm not, so there's not a lot of reason to leave my house, but it'd be like, we need milk. Oh, my car can't get out of the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. It's like the road I live on turns into like a muddy, mushy mess in like the springtime. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, I'm just stuck here forever. I we, guess. Li- we live here. <laughs> yeah. It's like, at least this year, it's, like, not that big of a deal because yeah. they're not supposed to leave the house. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm, like, the biggest thing I was worried about is, like, because I, I have a car and, like, cars like to move. Like, the cars. They need to move. Ca- cars were made to move it. <laughs> if you if a car doesn't move for a while, they just die. They get very they upset. <laughs> they're, like, um, this is the end of me and yeah. they their batteries just lose the will to live. Yeah. And that's it. It's all, it's over for your car. Exactly. So, it, yeah, so I, I would, like, go out and turn it on, but, like, like all the car parts that I, I don't know. I know some car parts. I don't know all of them. But, like, it's, like, if you are, like, a workout person. I'm not a real work Like, I work out, but if you're, like, you know, a workout workout person, and then you yeah. don't. And then you try, and you, like, pull a hamstring? <laughs> a ham bone? <laughs> you, pull a, you pull your gluteus... Fictitious, uh, it's like that for cars. Like, if you don't, like, move your car, things will just, like, fall off. Which is, which, I must say, is a bad design for a machine that we've made essential for daily life, but whatever. Yeah, it's made for essential, like, daily life, but it's meant to move. Like, um, I have a car. I own a car. I don't drive. I have a car. Oh. Um, I, it's been sitting in my parents' garage for, like, five years. You have a it's dead. You, yeah. You have a like two ton child to bury. Yeah. It's dead. 
It's very dead. And I look at it sadly like, someday I will heal you. <laughs> if you ever want help, I do know some cars, so. Yeah, it's... I'm going to put a new battery in it eventually mm-hmm. and like push it out of the garage. Mm-hmm. And we'll just see what happens. Needs air in its tires. Needs to be cleaned. Yeah, it, probably needs oil. There's, there's got to be something living in it at this point. What do you think's like, living in your car? Um, Maybe a mouse. Think bigger. Or... I'm thinking um, woodchuck, <laughs> squirrels. I'm thinking intelligent raccoon. Ah, yes, and he's found like this very cushy living yeah. living place. Yeah, you like open the trunk likely. and it's like a studio apartment for this raccoon. They're like, uh, hey, hey, he's uh, like, oh, let me uh, clean up and like wipes his paws. Uh, name's Tommy. <laughs> He cleans his paws off in a little basin, and he hands me a bag of chips, and he's like, would you like a chip? And I'm like, Tommy, this is my car. And Tommy's like, mm, well, squatter's rights, you know? <laughs> listen, listen, listen. You're fine to use it how you please. Just uh, don't take the turns too hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, give me one second. I have to get up and let my dad's cat out of the basement. Dad Hi, cat. Lucky. Dad cat. Be free. <laughs> dad cat. Dad cat. Dad cat. He's never in the basement. So what was that? <laughs> All right. We, so we've got some nerd news. We yeah, got to hit the ground running. We've had a slam jam. Hey, I don't know what it is, <laughs> but every week since that short week, quiet week, whatever we called it, has been like, hey, you ready for news overload, Austin? Because I usually, like, me and Brenda both track news, but I'm like, I exist on Twitter. I don't know what happened, but somehow that became my <laughs> life. So I'll be like, every yeah. four minutes, I'm like, Brenda, something else happened. Brenda, there's another thing. <laughs> and a lot of it was just yesterday. And yesterday, um, my external hard drive, like, died. So I was spending the day, like, um, one by one moving files over from a hard drive that would work for one minute intervals. Angel! <laughs> I can't just keep letting cats out of the basement. Basement cats. I gotta let Angel out of the basement. Um, I'll I'll do a news. So yeah, there's a lot of news yesterday. Um, the first pretty big one is we maybe figured out why Bike, uh, Michael DiMartino and Brian, I forget his name, um. May have left the Avatar project at Netflix. It is because Nickelodeon is starting an Avatar Studios that will house stories set in the Avatar world, Avatar slash Legend of Korra world. Um, they said the first project's going to be an untitled film that takes place in that setting. We don't know what time period or if it'll follow anyone we know. Um, but my money is personally on like. Part of the reason they left Netflix was Nickelodeon wanted to start the studio, but it could be the other way around. Maybe they left the project and Nickelodeon wanted to keep them around. I don't know. Nickelodeon was like, ooh, one second, I choked on my own spit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not doing well, am I? (laughs) Um, Nickelodeon was just like, oh, we're so sorry about Korra. Um, can you (laughs) help us, please? Please Do you you see what Disney's doing to us? (laughs) We just can't compete with DuckTales. <laughs> we were like, no, what? we tried to make a Spongebob spinoff and then everyone got all up in arms about Steven didn't want, well, you know what? We're doing our best. <laughs> we just, Spongebob's the only thing that makes us money anymore. 
exciting. Uh, on my on my personal wish list, I get like they made this world, and it totally makes sense. They should be in charge of the studio. I don't want anyone else in charge of stuff to be white. Yeah, and like they've been fairly good at that. Like not a hundred percent track record, mm-hmm. but like the comics that have been coming out. Um, and it's like uh, both the artist and the writer were Asian. The writer originally was. I sent him a friend request on Facebook when I was drunk one day. Jean? Uh, what's his... Jean, yeah. <laughs> Jean. Jean. You know, our friend Jean. Our friend Jean. <laughs> he's, he's met me once. Um, he bought... Jean he, Yang. he technically owns uh, one of my zines. Really? Yeah, when he came to the shop in our town, um, he bought one of my... I was told by a different staffer that he, like, bought a bunch of zines and mine was one of them. Whoa. Uh, I love that. I don't know if he ever read it or if he like got them for a friend that he has, you know, that likes zines. Yeah. But, or if he was just like, I'm a very well-off offer. I will buy one of all of these small pulp press works, you know? That's what I would do if I had like yeah. been declared a genius by the U.S. government and got money just for being cool. Yeah, it was like the ambassador for children's literature or something. Yeah. I think that's what the title is. Yeah. He also got a MacArthur Grant Award, which is just like, you make really cool stuff. Here's a bunch of money to do whatever you want. Yeah. That's just, like, a thing they decide to give. Like, I don't think you get nominated. They're just like, hey, we've been watching you, kid. Here's a bunch of fucking money. Yeah, he's absolutely next level. Yeah. It All of his stuff is really, really good. Yeah. Especially Superman Smashes the Clan, which is really, gosh, really good. Um, Ooh, do you think, do you think, do you think they came in Gene the Ray to show? <gasps> Oh, that'd be so good, wouldn't it? Gene yes. Gene Young, if you're listening, if you're listening and have any interest, I'm pretty sure you could. I'm pretty sure you could demand to write a show, and they have to say yes. I feel like yeah, but he might be too busy. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing, he's a, but I feel like he's very busy. I haven't heard about him doing anything, which must mean he's working on like eight projects. Yeah, like it, he's those kind of people. You're like, I haven't heard from him in a while, and you see him been online in like a year. He's like, oh, well, he's making something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just like, here's the Jean Lin Yang um, cinematic universe. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it should be it should be cool. Uh, Avatar Studios, we'll see. I know a lot of fans for a long time have been wanting like more stories in that world, even if it's not focused on an avatar. So mm-hmm. let's let's see what they do. Yeah, I think that'll be pretty cool. Um, next piece of news. What do we want to go from here? What else? We could go the other was... other big studio stuff. Uh, ah, yes. So Marvel released a bunch of news the other yes, well, yesterday for us. Um, one, we found out Loki premieres June eleventh, which cements that in between each of these shows this year, WandaVision, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and Loki, there's like a week. Yeah, which is um, a lot to keep up with, yeah. but okay. Uh, we found out Falcon and Winter Soldier will be our episodes. And that is that is from Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige was in this big interview that talked about the shows and how production's going. Um, he confirmed that shows like Miss Marvel and Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki, they're planning for a couple of seasons. He said two to three for each. Um, wow, how do you have another season of WandaVision? What's going to well, happen? That's the only one he said is WandaVision. He's not sure because it's leading into a feature film. Oh, and he said he's okay. been he said he would love to make more, but he's been at Marvel long enough to know, like, when things get into the feature films to not plan too long, because they 
they keep their secrets so airtight there that like even mm-hmm. he's like the dude in charge of stuff and he's like i don't know what the plan is yeah i'm pretty excited for all of these sh- uh, winter soldier i'm like eh. mm-hmm. uh loki might be fun mm-hmm. wandavision's been like spectacular it's been amazing um the feel of wandavision overall is like uh it feels both like very rooted in the movies and also like its own thing which i feel like is um it feels different than like daredevil or punisher right. or jessica jones felt which technically did take place in the mcu also but it was like but those shows it, they clearly yeah. had like their contingency like if this doesn't pan out they're not really here <laughs> yeah it, it felt removed like these they didn't really want them there and they felt very like tv-esque mm-hmm. especially iron fist Oof. um <laughs> i love so this whole interview of it right he is talking about like the shows and like they're all going great yada yada and then he like some they bring up the netflix shows and like the popularity he's like you know if you ask any fan of jessica jones or daredevil or luke cage i think you say they're pretty popular and doesn't he he like it just it feels like you hear him say and not iron fist not Iron Fist. We made a mistake. We rushed it. <laughs> Oops. Like, we made a big old mistake, and that's when everything fell Yeah, apart. he didn't mention Iron Fist once. Because he mentions those characters and how, like... Because they recently got the rights back to Jessica Jones, the character rights. Um, and the Punisher. And the Punisher. And he said he doesn't know what's going on with contracts with those people, but he... Like, Kevin Feige said he would love to tell stories with them if, like, contracts permit. Yeah, because, like, Charlie Cox's Daredevil was really good. Yeah. Like, he I know, was very... And I know the Daredevil crew, like, Charlie Cox, like, the whole lineup of actors and the crew as a whole, like, sent a letter to Marvel saying, like, whenever they can make more Daredevil, that they are all ready to go. Yeah. So, they're on board. So that, I feel like that clears that up, but I, I don't know about the rest of them. I know Netflix had some deal, like, the characters couldn't be portrayed anywhere else for, like, two or three years or something which must be running out if they're getting rights back so the wait is almost over we might see daredevil soon yeah the thing is jessica jones thing is like um maybe kevin feige said in this interview that makes me wonder what they would do with them is he is still steadfast that they don't need to dip into r-rated content he said um Mm -hmm. they're making deadpool 3 and it will be r-rated still but he said that is going to be the exception not the new standard and so it's like, those shows really push it for TV-14. I think Jessica Jones was even rated TV mature. Yeah, it, it, I think that one is Daredevil's very intense. Like, um, I'm liking, I, I like that, like, um, a lot of the Marvel stuff. Like, there is, like, some violence, mm-hmm. but it's, like, not R-rated. Yeah. I think we've talked about this in, like, the MPA one, mm-hmm. where it's, like, I get very anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for I can't watch Jessica Jones. It makes me too yeah. anxious. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, so I, I do respect that they are keeping that like kind of like PG-13. And I think that WandaVision is doing a really good, no spoilers, but it's doing a really good job of um, having like this very tense atmosphere mm-hmm. um, without being uncomfortable, if that makes sense. No, I totally agree. I think I think he's right. Like they don't need to do R, but it's like, well, what are mm-hmm. you going to do for like with Jessica Jones story? You know, specifically it is. Yeah. Um, not to, I don't want to get into it too much. I don't want anyone to feel unease, but like, it's she has a very traumatic story of like abuse throughout her whole life, both like mm-hmm. emotional, mental, and physical. And I don't, 
I think it'd be a disservice to that story to, like, water it down to PG-13, so I hope they, if they do Jessica Jones, they would consider, like, this one maybe need to be another exception, and maybe it goes to, like, yeah. Hulu and not on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, which, um, can we, can we briefly talk about Disney Star really quick? Yeah. Okay, alright, so here in America, we have Hulu, so, like, a lot of, like, our more, like, higher rated shows, so, like, um, Family Guy is on Hulu, mm-hmm. and, um... King of the Hill is on Hulu, mm-hmm. and um, I'm trying to think of something live action that's on Hulu. Um, what's on Hulu? What is Hulu? Hey, Hulu. What are you- Hulu? Hulu's losing a lot of shit to people starting their own streaming. <laughs> yeah, so essentially, Hulu doesn't exist outside the American market. Oh. So, like, all of the- Yeah, that's- so this is what Disney Star is for. Disney Star is for international markets, so, like, pretty much every place but here. Um- Mm-hmm. And that's how you get Family Guy on a Family Guy commercial for Disney Plus. Like, huh. which did you see that? No, I didn't. It's, this is this oh is my, you're you're this is news for me. Oh, oh, okay. So like, I did I, for some reason I thought that you'd shared this, but anyway, there is Disney Star is going to be for like Fox's kind of like more adult films in other markets. Mm-hmm. So like, they're gonna have like Alien and Predator and like all of like Fox's like big hitter hit big hit movies. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the their adult cartoons, so, like, Family Guy is the one that Disney has chosen to use for advertising. Mm-hmm. American Dad, King of the Hill, um, you know, those things are going to exist on a separate piece of Disney Plus mm-hmm. in other countries mm-hmm. that has a parental lock on it. Mm. So, yeah, just, like, automatically. Um, so there is a commercial going around Twitter where Stewie Griffin is sitting, like, on the <laughs> couch and... This is from like Disney's Disney Plus's like official Twitter, and he's just like Star's gonna be on Disney, and now we can say like cusses or something. <laughs> like it, I'm sitting here, and I'm just like Stewie just said the word Disney, and it wasn't like a parody or derogatorily. I don't know what Stewie does. This I don't is, watch Family Guy. This is like <laughs> this is I don't. This is like the snake eating itself, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what it feels like, right? Like, it feels like the snake eating itself. This is absolutely fucking... So, in case you didn't know everybody, Disney bought Hulu. So that that is, like, where that is also coming from. Um, Disney had a, um, like, a, like a, the biggest share of Hulu. Yeah. Um, Comcast still owns some of it, and the thought is that Disney will buy them out when Comcast's contract expires. Yeah. They, it was It was, like... What, what, one or two years before Disney Plus started that Disney bought the majority of Hulu and everyone's like, oh, well, here you go. <laughs> yeah, and now Hulu, poor Hulu, exists in like this weird in-between space um, where it's like, what is Hulu for? It's for kind of like watching the Fox channel, I guess. Yeah, but you could... You can see stuff the next, like after it comes out. Like I watch Blackish on Hulu, like the day after it airs. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's doing its best. I think Hulu is like getting by by people just like I don't think the uh, honestly I don't think the stream companies think of it as competition at this point. Yeah, it's just out there in like this weird <laughs> space, and it's probably gonna die soon. Like the only thing I was using it for was um. I I watch a I watch a lot of HGTV. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my mom do, yeah. and we were using that because they would have like episodes of HGTV. But now Discovery Plus is out there, yep. so like the Hulu is kind of pointless. Hulu is, uh, and then they had um, 
a lot of Nickelodeon stuff, but to our next bit of news, Paramount Plus is yes. coming out, which is owned by Viacom, which is Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Um, Nickelodeon, MTV, um, CBS. Because it, it's, you know. it's taking over CBS All Access or whatever that was. Yeah. That is Which like, I think is like, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd agree. Because CBS All Access was, was like, so I can watch CBS. Like, we have S- Star Trek. And it's like, okay. <laughs> oh, Star Trek. We we, wow. we have the new Twilight Zone. I'm like, I mean, that's neat. But I don't really want to get a whole, like, their commercial, like, Star Trek and Twilight Zone. I was like, I don't really want a whole streaming service to watch Star Trek and Twilight Zone. No, and then, like, they're like, well, what else do you guys have? And they're like, we have all of Taxi, the show, <laughs> not the movie. And I'm like, oh, wow, Taxi. Haven't you been waiting? <laughs> um, but Paramount... WKRP in Cincinnati. <laughs> they did their big, like, tweet news release storm. Uh, it's four ninety nine for mm-hmm. basic with ads. Or you can pay nine ninety nine. And you get all the basic stuff and live TV. It's like live sports, live news, live... I think it's like live TV movies or something. I don't remember. Uh, So that's there. And they have some sort of theater deal. I could not figure out the movie deal. No, they were so cryptic about it. It it was like, you'll get access to the hit Paramount films as they release in theaters after their... So I'm like, is it... Because one thing said the day after, and then one thing was like, as they are, they finish their run. So I'm like, is it when they're not in theaters, but not on Blu-ray? So it's like in between. What, mm-hmm. Regardless, it seems like they are developing something akin to what HBO Max is doing. Um, of like, things that are coming out in theaters, you can watch on our streaming service for a limited time before you have to like, either wait for the Blu-ray or rent it or something, you know? Yeah. Um, without a paywall, which is another strike at disney plus which is some movies have a paywall and some movies don't and still not clear how they're deciding that yeah it's like uh soul didn't have a paywall but raya is gonna have a paywall yeah. which oh i don't want to pay that money <laughs> i don't want to pay that money and it's only no. some films like disney disney through marvel has like a whole slate of movies coming out this year that they're like they'll be in theaters corella corella is supposed to come out in theaters in may no plans for disney plus <laughs> I don't know what they're thinking, and I don't know why they won't just accept the reality we're in, but... This is wild. I just can't Yeah, I really fucking can't believe it. Um, But Paramount's also going to have a deal with Epix, so they're going to have, like, a lot of the Epix movies. So, like, for instance, Sonic the Hedgehog. You could only watch it on Epix until literally the day after I bought it on Amazon. (laughs) And then it was up on Amazon for free. Yeah, I thought that they would be waiting to put it on par- I thought the whole reason Sonic was not available to rent or stream anywhere was because it was on going to be on Paramount yeah. Plus as like an incentive it's, and then it was just really on weird. Amazon Prime streaming and I was just like well I guess I don't know shit They're like, like well, we're going to have the Sonic movie on Paramount Plus and I'm like other people have it or this isn't a oh yeah it it's just bizarre and then there's Rugrats oh which god is- Getting a reboot, which, I mean, I think Angelica looks fine. Mm-hmm. I think the animation on her face, but Chucky is like a tiny nightmare. Yeah, they're doing a new, like, 3D animation thing. And let me tell you, those kids are not meant to be seen in 3D. 
No, it's like uh, you know the the horror of the Jimmy Timmy Power Hour <laughs> when Timmy Turner is like in 3D and you're just like you are never meant to be seen in these dimensions. Yeah, it, it's cool they have the whole original voice cast. Like that's awesome because a lot of times for these sorts of reboots we imagine they don't do that, which is horrible. <laughs> And sometimes they don't even call people. Voice actors will be like, they didn't even tell me it was happening. <laughs> Girls! <laughs> and so, <laughs> that's cool. Like, I'm glad all those people got a job. I- I'm sure they call back some of the old art team, you know, if that's what they're going for. Um, the music sounds like Mark's Mark Mothersbach. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like that same, like, plinky, like, boop, 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 right. boop kind of music. But the, oh. I don't know if we need a new animation style, like, if they're going to do an animation style, I'm like, I think you had to go back to the drawing board for how they look, because Chucky's glasses are just his eyes. Yeah, <laughs> which doesn't work in 3D. <laughs> it just doesn't work. It, it, they weren't... Rugrats' old art style was, like, blob and kind of not pretty? Yeah, it was kind of meant to look off-putting, yeah. I think, intentionally. Which is something we touched on in, like, our, Nick, our Nicktoons episode. Like, they wanted to not look like Disney stuff. Yeah, um, and it didn't. And now it's just kind of like a CGI, like soft CGI kind of design the yeah. same way. I also noticed the coloring. Like, we've gotten to a point where, like, CGI for your TV can actually look pretty good. Um, but, like, the coloring on, like, the shading on the characters, mm-hmm. like, it just kind of looks a little outdated mm-hmm. a bit. I don't know if I was the only one who just kind of noticed that, like, it's just the colors just weren't. It looked a little bit fanboy and chum chum, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. It was, uh, well, it'll it'll be on Paramount Plus. If you get Paramount Plus, let us know. I don't know if I'll get it. It really, honestly, depends on me for this Avatar Studios thing. So a lot of people think it's gonna all be on Paramount Plus, and I'm like, yeah. I mean, if it is, that'll get people because they'll have Avatar and Star Trek, um, and it's five bucks if you don't mind ads but i'm like well what are, are there gonna be like the bad hulu ads or like real and listen <laughs> if you've got real tv ads i love ads i just don't want those shitty yeah. hulu ads hulu ads are just so bad because they just like repeat mm-hmm. it's not as bad as Crunchyroll ads oh god <laughs> Crunchyroll ads are, <laughs> if you have ads on Crunchyroll, i feel for you because they are like every three minutes of the show yeah, it doesn't wait for a break. It just immediately is just like, hey, you want to watch Naruto? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm watching Demon Slayer. If I wanted to watch Naruto, I would. <laughs> hey, you want to watch, you want to watch B- Boruto? Who wants to watch Burrito? You want to, you want to watch Naruto sh- ship, sh- ship, ship? Ship, <laughs> ship, <laughs> ship, sail? Naruto, ship, sail. <laughs> It's the Naruto One Join, Piece crossover. <laughs> Join our good boy Naruto as he tries to become king of the pirates, but he clashes with the other maybe king of the pirates, Monkey D. Luffy, who's a stretchy boy. You find out Monkey D. Luffy is actually a tail beast. Uh... <laughs> it's a monkey. It's a monkey. <laughs> and you might be thinking, do monkeys have tails? And I'd say, shut up. Don't think about it too much. Yes, they do. They're prehensile. Oh, do apes don't have tails. Apes don't have tails. Monkeys have tails. And tails I, always, are prehensile. I always get it mixed up. So it works. Monkey D. Luffy's a tail beast. We're moving on. <laughs> All right. I think we should start the topic now because at one o'clock we have to um, buy stuff yeah, on Yeah, at one, up, one o'clock, everyone, you're going to hear us buy stuff on ColourPop. Uh, we actually, if we if we stick to, 
hour 30, we will make it so we don't have to buy ColourPop live on the recording. Let's see how we do. <laughs> Brenda, the year yes. is 1991. I was dead. Just kidding, I was born. You were, you were alive. <laughs> I, I was alive. I was not alive yet because the month is oh. June. The date. June 1991. The date is the 23rd. And Sonic the Hedgehog is ready to sweep the nation. We're going to talk about <gasps> Sonic- the first Sonic the Hedgehog game today. Sonic the Hedgehog Uno. Uno. <laughs> just, it's hey, you know how hard it is to search to research Sonic the Hedgehog when you just want the game. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be like Sonic the Hedgehog, nineteen ninety one. Yeah, I was like Sonic the Hedgehog game, and they're like, here you go. And I'm like, no, like son- the first, first Sonic the Hedgehog game, and then I forgot they released as an app recently, so all the stats were about the app, and I'm like, no. I need the stats from Sonic the Hedgehog 1991, the original cartridge, please. Please. Um, so yeah, I was researching Sonic the Hedgehog stuff from Brenda did the movie, and I was like, well, I don't want to lose all this, so I guess I'll do the first game. Because we're just going to keep biting at this this Blue Boy's heels, because there's so much shit. We're going to keep, we're going to keep taking chomps out of this hedgehog ice cream bar. Uh- <laughs> Were you a Sonic the Hedgehog ice cream fan? Um, yes, I'm actually a major fan really? of those like those ice cream bars. I... But I don't <laughs> like that their eyes are gumballs. This is my biggest beef because if you eat the gumball, then you're trying to finish your ice cream with a gumball in your mouth. Yeah, it's like, a... you can't swallow gum. I mean, I guess you can. <laughs> I would, but you can't. I would take them off and put them to the side. That would, yeah, I would throw them away or I would just, like, casually, like, spit. If I was, like, walking around, uh-huh. I would just casually spit them out and be like, hope no one slips oh, on Oh, Brenda's them. a mm-hmm. fucking punk, everybody. She, I am. Watch out. She's the, she's the punk friend in this anime. I remember the Pokemon. Man, I'm doing good at t- sticking on the, the topic. The Pokemon <laughs> ones had sprees for eyes, which I think was an ingenious design. Mm-hmm. And can we please bring the Pokemon ice cream bars back Maybe that'll be the direct tomorrow. There's a direct tomorrow for oh. me and Brenda, not for you all. We're gonna, tr- <laughs> yeah, we're gonna try. I mean, this will be coming out after. Maybe we've done something special, but we're gonna try to do something special for so it. So, if you are wondering, did they do something special? Either we did and you missed it, or we didn't. <laughs> so go go see our Twitter and figure out if we did it or not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so Sonic the Hedgehog, like I said, it released in North America June twenty third, nineteen ninety one. Uh. It released a month later in the rest of the world, which is... Yes. I feel like it's an interesting side note because I feel like people now are used to games coming out in Japan first. uh, For games that are from Japanese companies. Uh, But it came out here first because the whole idea was they wanted to have a new mascot and they wanted to be able to have a stronger foothold in the American video game market. Uh, Yeah, he was expressly designed for the american market they were like we need to compete with nintendo and get this war going um which (laughs) one day we will tackle the war (laughs) it's coming (laughs) uh but up until then sega's mascot was alex kidd i hate him. yeah if you don't know who that is don't worry about it he was sega's mascot i'm doing quotes you can't see because it's an audio medium he was (laughs) unremarkable (laughs) In my opinion. He's just a he's just a lad. He's just a lad named Alex. And his last name is Kid. 
they I don't know much about Alex Kidd, but I can bet they came with the name because they're like Alex is a strong name and he's a kid. Got it in one. He's a kid. Got it in the one. The only kid I ca- <laughs> the only kid I care about is Kaido. <laughs> Um, so Sega had a contest among their, among their development team to, they're like, we need a new mascot. All of you get to work. Um, over 200 ideas were submitted. Some of them would become games and characters later on. Uh, like there was an armadillo submitted and that became a character. Uh, someone submitted a sketch of Theodore Roosevelt, which ended up becoming (laughs) Dr. Robotnik. Can you imagine if the protagonist of Sonic the Hedgehog was <laughs> I just want to, I want, I couldn't figure, I tried to figure out who to, who, because like some of these like are tied to people like that became characters. They're mm-hmm. like, this person submitted it. I couldn't figure out who just submitted a pic, a, like Drew Theodore Roosevelt. But I, re- was <laughs> I, re- if anyone listening to this knows someone at Sega who could tell me who just drew Theodore Roosevelt and turned it in, I would love to talk to them. Yeah, I just have questions about <laughs> what was, why. What, did you, like, forget? Was it, like, the last day of the contest? And, like, ah, oh, fuck, fuck, shit. Okay, fuck, wait, okay. <laughs> they were, like, watching a TV program in which Theodore Roosevelt was mentioned, and he was just like, I would like to try to cartoonatize this <laughs> Man, this, this is U.S. This former U.S. president. I think he would be really cute as a scientist. He would be. He would be a kawaii little scientist. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we eventually get Mr. Needlenose, drawn by Naoto Oshima, who would eventually become our blue boy, Sonic the Hedgehog. Blue boy. Um. Blue. Blue. Blue blur. Do you know who Mr. Needlenose was just combined with? Uh, like, who's he based on? Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I probably do, but I'm blanking right now. It, so, Oshima is on record saying what he did was just took Felix the Cat's head and put it on Mickey Mouse's uh, body. Um, yes, this makes sense. What an amalgamation. <laughs> and, and like, he, What a chimera. Before he was in this interview where he said that, he's like, no, he's like, he thought someone at Sega would be like, this is just Mickey Mouse and Felix. <laughs> he was like, ready to just be like, Hey, man, this is just fucking Felix's head of Mickey Mouse's body. No one called him out. He was, he was shocked. (laughs) (laughs) He could not believe it. Uh, When they were, like, paring down, like, the idea, because, like, they picked Sot, they picked Needlenose. His name is still Needlenose at the time. Um, I think, isn't it actually Needlemouse? Is it Needlemouse? I think it's Needlemouse. I think we need to do a fact check real quick. Why did what I have say needle nose? Did I read it I feel wrong? Like, I feel like that's very easy to do. <laughs> Let me look this up. Needle. Beep, boop. Needle mouse. It's needle mouse, everyone. Yeah, it's needle mouse. My. <laughs> Oops. Hey, I wrote the. I exclusively do the notes for this podcast between the hours of like 9 p.m. <laughs> and 12 a.m. So. Because I, I, I'd be working all day, and then I'm like, time to make notes for this podcast. Ooh, my eyes hurt. <laughs> oh, the, the name, um, so Needle Mouse is a literal translation of the Japanese word for hedgehog. So he literally yeah. just called him Mr. Hedgehog. Yep. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. Which if I knew the word the for, hedgehog, for hedgehog, I would have caught that. Because I, oh, I knew it was hedgehog, but I don't know the word for hedgehog. Zumi. Now I know. That's how you We're expand learning. your vocabulary. Thanks for coming to Secret History Nerd Mysteries After School Nerd Hour. Mysteries. 
We're all big fucking weebs. <laughs> um, it, as they're like uh, honing in more on like the design, they would first like kind of pitch to the company and like Sega of America at large. Um, they were like redesigning Sonic a little bit, and so they wanted to give him shoes because he was just like a hedgehog, basically. His his feet were just out out and about for everyone. Yeah, to just see. out to be sins. Um. <laughs> just out out there sinning. Imagine if we didn't get shoes on Sonic and he had feet. What is? Don't make me think about that. <laughs> I don't want to. Um. So, uh, Oshima was really, really, Brenda, really, yes, into Michael yes. Jackson. Yes, and he was really into Michael Jackson's song "Bad" and the cover of that album. And he really loved <laughs> Michael Jackson's boots, which is how he got the idea for, like, Sonic's shoes to look like they had strappies. Oh. But he was like, but wait, Michael Jackson would make it Santa Claus, which is why they're red. Ah. <laughs> which is, which is. Michael Jackson would make it Santa Claus. <laughs> just... I love everything about this thought process. Um, He's dark blue to fit in with the Sega logo, but stand out on backgrounds, which Valid. is like. A lot like this is 16-bit. A lot of designs back then were decided like, well, we needed to show up good. So mm-hmm. it was like, what what colors will show up good? Like, what can we do easily? Um, his personality was based on Bill Clinton. <laughs> I, that's literally all I have on that one. They based his personality on Bill Clinton's quick attitude in politics. Uh, well, you know Bill Clinton. He's known for. Running fast and um, <laughs> you know being blue. <laughs> we call him we call him Blue Clinton here in the states. <laughs> yeah, that's colloquially what he's always known as. And Sonic the Hedgehog boy, can that boy play the saxophone? <laughs> he was he was gonna be in a band. Yeah, but he wasn't playing the saxophone. <laughs> that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, yeah, original Sonic the Hedgehog was also a vampire. And was going to be in a band and had a human girlfriend named Madonna. Wait, we need to roll back a little bit. All vampire? Excuse me? Yes, they wanted wanted him to be cool. And they wanted him to be like a distinct (laughs) character. So they gave him vampire fangs, a human girlfriend named Madonna, and he was going to be in a rock band. (laughs) This hedgehog sucks blood. (laughs) They were like, he's a hedgehog. But they, the Sega team, the Team Sonic, which is Oshima and now uh, programmer Yuji Naka is the promer, programmer that this designer got teamed up with. Because Oshima is like a designer. Like he, he makes designs. He does not make the game. He's Sonic's daddy. Yes, he's Sonic's daddy. Uh, they come up with like these, I, they team up and then they get Team Sonic, uh, which is like the rest of the developer team. So they're like, Vampire Fangs? Rock band, human girlfriend named Madonna, after, after, yes, pop star Madonna. That is entirely what was the thinking. She was going to, like, show up in the scenes and, like, chase Sonic as the level started and then get captured and then Sonic, you know, the whole, the whole shebang. Um, they sent- I've seen, like, pictures of her and I just can't imagine her running. Yeah, if you've never seen everyone, she is, like, she's not Peach. She's like, what if we made her hot? Yeah, she's like titties out. Yeah, like skin tight dress, t- titties out. Uh, 
probably would have given her a butt if like they had drew her in different angles. Yeah, she kind of looks like Betty Boop, but she's blonde. Yeah, the, she was meant to embody tall. the male fantasy. The perfect <laughs> embodiment of the male fantasy is what they said. Uh, they sent this original idea to Sega of America, and Sega of America was like, lose the human girlfriend, please. He doesn't need to be in a rock band. He doesn't need vampire fangs. Redraw him. <laughs> Because the original Sonic, if you've not seen, like, the original Sonic that Sega sent to Sega of America, it looks very Japanese anime, because they're, that's who drew him. Uh, yeah. For people in that style of art. And so to, like, make him look more American, because, again, the whole point is, like, they want Sega of America to like it, because they want it, this, like, this is to good in America, specifically. Yeah. Um, Team Sonic was pissed, but they did it. <laughs> they were... <laughs> they were not pleased. They wanted all that stuff. So can you imagine if we got in Sonic, like, vampire Sonic with a furry girlfriend? With a furry girlfriend? Like, it, the fact they're like, yeah, he has a human girlfriend. Specific. Why didn't you make another creature? I don't understand. Why didn't you make a second hedgehog? You were specifically like, he needs a human girlfriend. Like, what are, what are you doing? Yeah, what are over, you doing? Like, also, the, Sonic Team. the way they drew her. Like, she would have been on the cover, and no parent would have bought that game. No. And then, like, also, like, they would repeat this sin several decades later. (laughs) (laughs) Just someone on Sonic Team is like, Sonic should have a human girlfriend. Hear me out. Human girlfriend for Sonic. I feel like that could work, but it also feels like we've tried it before. (laughs) No. No, no. We'll just go ahead with it. Um, yeah, so it, it, that is, uh... They didn't do all that, and we got the first Sonic the Hedgehog game. Um, they wanted they wanted originally the game to be a two player game. Yes. Uh, but Yuji Naka didn't have the skills to like make it a two player split screen game. Uh, so like they would do that later on with Sonic and Tails. Uh, oh Brenda, I found out why huh? Tails has so many names. Why? Japan wanted to give him the name Miles Power. They that's just. Sega in Japan was like, that's his name. And Sega of America, so everyone, Sega and Sega of America don't get along, oddly enough. No. They hate each other. <laughs> it's really weird. It's really weird. Because they. you may think, aren't they the same company? Yes, but also no. And also they hate each other. It's like this battle between, like, Sega of Japan just, like, wanting to control everything mm-hmm. and, like, Sega of America being like, that will not work here. Yeah. Like, it's like, them being, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say it's distinctly different than, like, Nintendo and Nintendo of America, who, at least on the surface, like, always seem to be getting along. Now, we don't know. Their meanings could be terrible. But they, they don't let the kids know, you know? Yeah. During this time, it was, like, very apparent that, like, Sega of America did not at all agree with anything that Sega of Japan was doing. And this would only get worse. Yeah. But we'll get to that soon. <laughs> one, one, <laughs> hey, imagine if there's a war and then you also are fighting yourself. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You're fighting the war against one front, and then, like, there's also just, like, a civil war occurring within the company. Yeah, your fucking cousin calls you and is like, hey, I think Nintendo should kill you. You're like, what the fuck is wrong? We're the same person. <laughs> We're the same. You don't understand. We have the same enemy. Why do you hate me? <laughs> um... But yeah, so they were like, yeah, his name is Miles Prower. And America was like, that's stupid. His name should be Tails because of his tails. <laughs> 
He's got two tails. <laughs> so we should make his name Tails. And like Japan, like someone at Sega of Japan is just like looking at like miles per hour, per hour, like written <laughs> down. And they were just like, I was so fucking proud of my play. I, I used to. I used my best English knowledge and I put it together. And so that's how we have Miles Tails Prower. Um, oh my god. They were like, we'll just make it both names. The same thing happened with Eggman and Robotnik. Um, yeah. His name was, in Japan, his name has always been Eggman. And then America and- was like, no, that's stupid. <laughs> In America, we were like, we hate eggs. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Like, he does look like an egg. <laughs> like, I don't. He's very egg-like. He's like the if like an egg in Theodore Roosevelt had a baby. <laughs> I imagine like, listen, we could have just called him Theodore Roosevelt. <laughs> <laughs> so like, that's why. <laughs> Robotnik is like spelled the way it is like. It is a good villain name. Angel, I swear to God. I don't know if anyone can hear him. This is like the fourth time. Angel, my son. My cat. Can you hear him trying to get out? No. Oh, well, then let's just keep going. He can deal with it. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, so that's how we got Robotnik to be the name here for Sonic the Hedgehog and the American releases of the games until Sonic Adventure 2. Is that when they changed it? I think it was Sonic Adventure 1 oh. was when they changed it. So, like, until the 2000s, it was Robotnik, and then they were they were just like, let's be synchronous about this. Yeah, that's how we got great classic games such as Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, <laughs> which is just a Puyo Puyo. A, a classic, if I ever knew one. <laughs> a classic, when there, there's that section of, like, Sonic Mania where they do Mean Bean Machine, mm-hmm. and I just, like, fucking lost it. I was just like, oh! <laughs> it's a Mean Bean Machine! Um, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of Sega and Sega of America and people not getting along, Yuji Naka also didn't get along with Sega of Japan. Oh, uh, he he was given little recognition at the time for his creation in Sonic and making the game. Um, Sega yeah. also did not allow credits at the end of Sonic the Hedgehog when it released. They were worried about poaching from other developers, so they didn't want anyone to know who worked on this game, which means no one knew like Yuji Naka and the rest of the team helped make the biggest breakout star since Mario in gaming. Yeah, and I think is this like also why a lot of like older Japanese games, all of the developers go under nicknames? Yeah, probably. Like, you'll see in some games that do have credits, they'll be like Starman and like just nicknames and not real names at yeah, all. Yeah, so I tried to look into it more about poaching because it's like, so it mm-hmm. seems like a lot like today, these people weren't employees, they were technically contractors. Ah. So a lot of them weren't under contract. They were like, they worked for, like, it's weird because, like, they worked for Sega, but it's similar, like, I'm a therapist and I work at a counseling center, but I am not an employee. Yeah, it's kind of more of, like, almost freelance. Yeah, like, that's the best I could figure out in terms of, like, poaching was, like, contracts, if they existed, were very loose and usually for a game at a time, which meant, like, if Sonic took off and it worked, which it did, like, they could have been snatched up by... Presumably Nintendo, right? Like, that is yeah. who they'd be worried about. Um, yeah. So he didn't know the credits, but Yuji Naka thought that was horseshit, and he hid credits in the game. So at the end, <laughs> at the end of Sonic the Hedgehog, there's like a black, there is a black screen, and in that black screen, in black text, is the name of the team. Oh, wow. Uh, Sega never found out that Yuji hid it there, and so it's, it's, I haven't beaten the original Sonic the Hedgehog in a while. I don't know if re-releases, if they hard. put the names in. Um, 
But, whoa, did you hear that? Yeah, what was that? I don't know. Uh-oh. Oh. Is that in the house? No, I think it was ice. Oh, oh, okay. That was... That was... <laughs> oh I'm God. sorry, everybody. What's that? <laughs> you know when something really stressful happens and you have to laugh yeah that, <laughs> what? Was, that was this oh my god Woo. uh hi hi angel i don't know if you can hear him he's crying no i can't oh um he's crying. yeah so yuji yuji naka left sega of japan he hid his name in the credits of sonic the illegal credits that sega forbid and guess guess where he went? Where? Sega of America. Who <laughs> 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 offered him more money, credits on any game he worked on, and his own team at the Sega Technical Institute. Ah, uh, at the time. Really? At the time the person in charge of the Sega Technical Institute would go on to develop the PS4. I didn't oh I didn't write down his name because it's a white guy. <laughs> but like, that was like a fun fact tagged on to the Sega Technical Institute it was like this person who was under his team went on to make the PS4 and I was like oh okay <laughs> I guess that's interesting yeah uh, um, but yeah so the PS4 could have been the Sega the Sega Prime system Jesus the, we could have <laughs> in another we universe we could have had the Sega Genesis 13 everybody <laughs> really fumbled that one I listen it's I you, you will not believe everyone the amount of times that Sega of Japan and Sega of America fight over Sonic. Yeah. They do not get along. This the fact that no. we got Sonic at all is a feat onto itself cuz even once the game's released, they're like we need this game to be a bigger breakout hit than it is. And in walks Tom Klinsky of Sega of America. Tom. He Sorry, Tom's a very fascinating man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's also tied to a Mattel and Barbie, which is not stuff I looked much into. I hope Brenda may have fun facts about that really quick. I don't know. Brenda? Yeah, he revitalized the Barbie line when it was dying. Like, because for there's a while when they weren't sure when Barbie would, if Barbie would be able to continue. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also, uh, Micro Machines, he brought those back from the edge too. So those got really popular in the early 90s again. And now they're dead again. But, you know, he was very. He was well known mm-hmm. for being able to turn things around. Yeah. He was like, I, I know how to do it. Tom's idea. <laughs> yeah, what's Tom's idea? Drop the Genesis price from $199 to $150. Madness. Set up game development in America. Absolute wildness. Develop an attack <laughs> ad directly attacking Nintendo. Then, Rude. Then Ninten- <laughs> Some may remember the Nintendon't ads. <laughs> Sigis just does what Nintendo don't. <laughs> Which is, listen, I one day we'll do the console wars. It's not today. But I know you're thinking, they just fought in the streets like that? Yes, they they were at fucking what is now seen as like E3, like fighting, like at their own press conferences, like, hey, fuck those guys. <laughs> yeah, they were literally like fist fights, like just like absolute, being absolutely rude to each other. We talked about it briefly in the Night Trap episode where like, at the um, video game mm-hmm. hearings, uh, Nintendo just throws Sega under the bus. They, oh my god! So yeah, they bring the fuck the bazooka thing, right? When they unveiled yes. the bazooka, when <laughs> Nintendo unveiled that gun, they pointed it at Sega's booth at the conference and said it's perfect for hedgehog hunting. <laughs> they, oh I god. can't stress enough. They 
they were ready to kill each other over games and money. <laughs> this seems, this must be so wild for like anyone who was like born in like the 2000s <laughs> who was like only knew Sonic on Nintendo or like other right. consoles. Um this must seem absolutely wild because like really you can't convey how bananas the whole video game console wars were. Yeah, it was we, and like I, we were coming up in the like tail end of it, but you could still feel it. Yeah, like I vaguely remember like when the Jaguar came mm-hmm. out, and like uh, there was like a brief period when the market got oversaturated again, and then like here was the PlayStation, and it just got absolutely wild from yeah. there. <laughs> uh, Tom's last idea: bundle the Sega Genesis with Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh my god! But it gets even wilder. Even for people who previously bought a Genesis, they could mail in their, like, proof and their uh, warranty stuff and get a free copy of Sonic sent to them by mail. This would not happen. No. that no. I heard that, At and all. I was like, you are asking for someone to, like, fucking finesse you and get a bunch of copies and then sell them on the street. Yeah, but he did not care because he just wanted to get Sonic into the hands of people so they could see how great this game mm-hmm. was. Um, and, like... It worked, which is the yeah, wild thing. <laughs> it absolutely worked. By the end of 92, so the following year, Sega had a 10% edge over Nintendo in the market. Yeah. Which is, that 10% over someone in business is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog was the highest selling and highest rented game in 1991. Oh my god. The previous year uh, in 1990 was Super Mario World. So, distinctly, they, like, came in and took over Mario's market. Uh, By Christmas of 1991, in the U.S. alone, it sold one million units. One million distinct cartridges of Sonic the Hedgehog bought. Oh, my God. By the end of 91, Sega had sold 15 million consoles. (laughs) This This will never happen again. No, never. Guess how much in sales they generated. Over 91. Uh, oh god. A couple million, right? One billion dollars, Brenda. <laughs> oh, shit. One billion dollars <laughs> in sales. And everyone, this is over 91, and you, the Sonic bump isn't until June. So between June and December, in six months, Sonic was like, here's a billion dollars, Sega. <laughs> Jeez. That's wild. Yeah, by the end of 1997... Sonic the Hedgehog had sold 14 million units worldwide. And by itself, Sonic the Hedgehog had owned $400 million in sales, which is about $750 million for inflation. Uh, most blockbuster movies at the time brought in like two to $300 million. Boy. Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> is literally came in and took over the fucking world. Yeah, and like, I mean, we talked about it like briefly during the Sonic the Hedgehog the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's like he had two cartoons running simultaneously with each other, which came, which is why I was thinking about it. They came out two years after the first game. Yeah, the first game is ninety one. Like, the first show is ninety three, and given what we know about animation, that's like what like the game was out for that six months, and someone's like, we need a show. Yeah, immediately, like they were, we got to get the show out here, um, and to have like two running simultaneously mm-hmm. with each other is absurd like can you imagine if there were like three pokemon Jesus fucking Christ. with each other like that would be absolutely wild but, <laughs> like, yeah they were like 
let's see what sticks at the wall, and everything stuck, and they must have been like, oh my fucking god. <laughs> yeah, there was, like, just tons of merch. There were, like, um, there were, like, Sonic indoor arcades in, like, Australia, mm-hmm. and just absolutely, absolute wild. And then we talked about it in the Blockbuster episode, Sega teamed up with Blockbuster for rentals, mm-hmm. because Nintendo was very against rentals. Mm-hmm. And it worked. Um, it worked to have your games be rentable it turns out it helps it helps you in the long run <laughs> did you know more people getting your game means more people get your game <laughs> yeah because you can't you can't just beat sonic in like a one week times time frame sonic takes a while because it's hard. sonic had a, had a secret ending too really if you in 91 in 91 if you got all the chaos emeralds you got a different ending than if you didn't because if you didn't get all the chaos emeralds at the end of the game, oh, yeah. there's Robotnik, like, juggling whichever emeralds you didn't get, and then the game just ends. Like, it's like, oh, game over. So you have to go... They're like, you suck! Yeah, and then you just have to start your cartridge over. Because this is, at the time of cartridge saves, saves, in quotes, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> there weren't there any. There weren't any. You just <laughs> played, and you prayed to God, uh, no one interrupted you. Yep, but you always got Absolutely. interrupted. That's just Every it, time. That's how it went, Yeah. Uh, guess how long this game was in development? Let's see. I'm trying to remember. Give me one second. Yes. I'm going to think about it. I have to let Angel upstairs. Okay. If there's... My little boy, he wants to go upstairs again. Angel! Alright, I'm back. Okay, so the question was, how... How long did Sonic the Hedgehog spend in development? Hmm, I want to say it had a really short turnaround. I want to say it was like a year. It was, you're right. The... <laughs> so, what's even crazier, the... What's even more wild, I should say, is the contest to get a new mascot was in 1990. Oh my god. So then god. the contest so happens, like... and then they pick Mr. Needlemouse... And then they're like, I guess we should make a game or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got a mascot. Maybe he should be in something. So there's uh, Naka and Oshia, Oshima, who I've talked about. And then they brought on uh, Hirokazu Yashuhara, was the level designer. They spent mm-hmm. some up to 19-hour days working on this project. Oh, my God. Because the other point of this was to show how the Genesis was the stronger machine at the time. Mm-hmm. It was. And they wanted to. Had that blast processing. They wanted to show off how strong it could be, so they spent. They were like. Slamming the Genesis. They were like, how far can we push this system? <laughs> uh, according to Naka, at the time, the game had the fastest ever character speed in a video game and rotation effect in the special stages that had been considered impossible on the console. Because there's like the oh stages where you're just like Sonic and a ball, like bouncing around, and that's something that hadn't been mm-hmm. done before. Wow. And it's like, it does push mm-hmm. it, like, the speed. Um, in the first Sonic game, he's almost a little too fast. Yes. <laughs> it's... Like, there's some, like, rude deaths in that yeah, game. Yeah, it feels... It's very much a game that is built to make you want to keep playing it, which is interesting because it's not an arcade game that wants your quarters. Like, you bought it already. Um, yeah, but it's built like one, almost. And I wonder if that's, like... It gets other people to want it because you come over and play with your friend and you want to keep playing because you're like running fast and then there's suddenly a pitfall trap. Because it's weird because it's like 
built like you're supposed to just run across levels as fast as you can, but it's still a platformer, mm-hmm. and if you do that, you're gonna, like, miss stuff, you're gonna miss the emeralds, you're gonna, like, die a bunch. Yeah, you have to go through courses multiple times to know, like, when you have to jump while going at a high speed, mm-hmm. so it it really, like, the whole design of it encourages um, replay, yeah. like, playing it multiple times, and it's hard. It's hard. Even the, because, like, you could stand and wait. Like, if you stand and wait to try and figure out, like, a pattern of how a thing's moving, Sonic Sonic is built impatient. He looks at the camera and taps his foot. Yeah, I love him. Like, he's like, let's, like, run. Just lose, and then do it let's again. Let's go. <laughs> I'm immortal. I'm fake. He's like, I'm an immortal hedgehog, and I live on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> on the hedge. I live on the hedge. <laughs> There's a hedgehog. On the hedge of glory. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that song. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> it, it just it just called to you. It did. It was like I was possessed. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, we almost had rock star human fucking Sonic. Oh my god. It boggles the mind to think. That that was almost Sonic. That could have that could have been Sonic. Uh, on the Sonic score, because that's also pretty iconic, was Yuzo Kayama. There's not much interesting it, about the score except that it's really good. It's so good. Like it's you can just I just listen to it sometimes. Like I don't do that with mm-hmm. Mario. Like I'm like okay, I get the boop, 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 got it. But like with Sonic, there's like so many iconic tracks throughout all the games. Um. The boss music from the final fight in Sonic 2 mm-hmm. is maybe the best boss theme that exists. It's pretty good. I Sonic the Hedgehog, the original, has been mm-hmm. re-released and remixed. I don't, like, there's an 8-bit version. There's, uh, they released a version in the Game Boy Advance <laughs> called Sonic. Yeah, they, they had it. A... Oh, it's just called Sonic Hedgehog Genesis. Yeah, it doesn't run well. Um, the 8-bit version was released from the Master System, yeah. which was the precursor to the Genesis. Mm-hmm. And the reason that it, like Sega wanted wanted to have Sonic and like wanted to like make that big push for the Genesis in America is because the Master System did so. Is it Master System? Yeah, it's Master System. Okay, the yeah they want the Master System did so badly. They were like, uh, it it sold nothing Mm. in america so they were like we gotta change something or we will not be able to corner the market here at all um that 8-bit one is the master system version is hard to find it's fascinating to look at though Mm. because it feels wrong because they re-released that one on the 3ds and there's Mm -hmm. one in there's like a on sonic adventure dx director's cut uh on the gamecube you could like unlock it and then Sonic Mega Collection, it's on that, which is like a big collection of Sonic games. Wow. Uh, and it is different. It has the Master Emeralds, or the Chaos Emeralds, sorry. There's only one Master Emerald. Sorry, Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> Knuckles, please don't Knuckles beat me up. Knuckles is just like, oh! <laughs> uh, yeah, they they had Chaos Emeralds scattered uh, throughout the levels. There weren't special stages because it was 8-bit instead of 16-bit. Sonic the Hedgehog was 16-bit, yeah. everybody. I don't think I said that. Um... 16-bit. They remastered it for, as I said, there's an app version that they remastered that you could get on iOS and Android that I think is still up on the app store for both. Mm-hmm. Um, you play on your phone. I tried it. It's bad. 
it's not fun to play on your phone. <laughs> no. Very few things are. It's hard to make a good... I feel like a good phone game is hard to make in their defense, but anything that will require a controller, you probably shouldn't play on your phone. Yeah, like, if you have to have, like, fake buttons on there, like... No, you're gonna no. get, like, a text in the middle of it, and it's gonna fuck you up. Yeah, it's, like, I love having, like, a, I mean, I know the DS is dead, but, like, having the DS and, like, a phone, because, like, just being on my phone all the time just feels mm -hmm. bad. Like, I'm not, like, a, oh, you need to cut down your screen time type of person because I'm on my phone absolutely most of the mm -hmm. day. Um, but, you know, sometimes you do want to put it down. Sometimes you're like, yeah, I, just a I have like a different screen on my face. Yeah, like a, just a different screen. You just need a change. You just need a change mm -hmm. of face. Absolutely. You know, absolutely in your face. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they've they made a 3D version, the 3D Sonic the Hedgehog on the also on the 3DS, uh, which is so interesting. I. So I have not looked much into the Sonic and Nintendo making out stage of life. <laughs> because it is, like, it must be wild people think, because, like, Sonic, when Sonic games get announced now, you pretty much assume on Nintendo. Like, they yeah. also usually come out on Xbox and stuff, but they don't really push that too hard. Like, that's not their market. No. Um, but I would love to, like, I that's probably something I'll look into soon, because I would love to know more. <laughs> Yeah, like, Sonic and Nintendo are, like, buddy-buddies now. Like, Sonic and Mario kiss on the yeah. reg, you they, know? Like, it's they no hold hands, they go play tennis and golf and... They ride horses together, <laughs> they join the Olympics together, they hold hands tenderly as the sun sets They <laughs> the evening. They beat up Cloud and Smash together. Yeah. They're, you know, they fight side by side. They're just two pals, being pals. Two There's them? no bad blood between and us at all, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I definitely never tried to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> when would that have happened? This is my friend. This is my friend, Mario. What do you mean between the years 1985 and 1990? That sounds crazy. That sounds... I don't even think I was alive. <laughs> I was born on the Nintendo GameCube with Sonic Adventure Battle 2. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I emerged fully formed as a teenage... <laughs> But is Sonic 25? I don't remember how old Sonic is. I think, I think it's 25. 25, yeah. As a, as a mid-20s hedgehog. Um. <laughs> that's, yeah. Uh, to date, Sonic the Hedgehog, original, 1991, has sold 23.9 million units. Ooh. It is the 38th highest selling game of all time. Wow. Uh, I looked into, like, how many like competitors at the time like super mario brothers is the sixth highest selling game of all time but they also re-released uh -huh. that game like every other year yeah like you i think you can buy that game digitally right now on nintendo's like eShop. so it's hard to compare yeah, you can play it, it to on like yeah oh go ahead you can play super mario brothers on like every platform known yeah. to man including a calculator yeah. i bet <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's hard to compare it to the big competitors, like the Mario games, because a lot of those classic Mario games, Nintendo keeps active somewhere at some point in time between their virtual system mm -hmm. and, like, eShop and, like, all the other ways you can play it. So it's hard to compare it because, like, it's pretty much always selling. Well, like, Sonic the Hedgehog, they'll do, like, they did the re-release for, like, the 15th anniversary. And yeah, he's 30 this year? 
So they'll probably do something. Like they'll probably I wouldn't I'd be shocked if they didn't do something this year. Yeah, there hasn't been a new mainline Sonic game since 2017 when Forces kind of tried. <laughs> Forces isn't the worst Sonic game, and it does have the Sonic OC creator, but Which is like a gift. it's so short. So I hope they incorporate the OC creator into like another Sonic game that's like better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, you feel like with the like the high off the movie that we just talked about, like they'd want to do. Something, but my fear is we get Sonic the Hedgehog, the game, the movie. Now, you say that's a fear, but I say that fits into my very particular interest in video games based on movies. And also my very specific, I guess it's like a joke I enjoy where you say Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie, the game, the movie, um, the novelization, the show. like that. That's my favorite bit ever. I just, I'm like... What would that game be? And I'm like, okay, it could. So, it could be cool for a few reasons. One, we could get an open world Sonic game. Yes, we haven't had that. Two, yet. we could get Jim Carrey voice acting as Doctor Robotnik. Yes. <laughs> and maybe those two th- two things alone, which are the only two I can think of, are worth it. Yeah, it could be. I won't say it would. There's a potential for it to be good but like it just has to be entertaining i am saying we could get those two things and that could be amazing oh my god would they motion cap jim carrey (laughs) but it has to be like that slightly broken motion (laughs) cap where his like legs are just kind of like all over the place and you're like i was thinking more of like the mouth is like not good (laughs) yes that too And so when you don't see his mouth when he, like, yells at you during fights, you're like, this is really good voice acting, Jim Carrey. And then you see his face, you're like, please, zoom out. <laughs> zoom out. I don't want... It's, like, done on, like, Wii U graphics. <laughs> like, and you're like, now, wait a second. This is on the Switch. Why does it look like this? And you're just like, yeah, uh, who knows? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> That's why this looks bad for some reason. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so Sonic the Hedgehog the from 1991 turns 30 this year in a few months. And I always forget that me, Brenda, and Sonic are all the same age. And that's we're all that's kind of that's kind of cool. That's nice. We're headed into our 30s together, together. as a family. <laughs> hand in hand <laughs> as the sun sets over the horizon. I mean, it it I'll never right. forget holds like the Sonic the Hedgehog the first game is because it's I'm like oh it's as old as me so it's thirty or it, now it's thirty one yeah like, it's, I'll know forever. It's very convenient and nice and not at all like Pokemon, which I just don't know how old Pokemon is at any. No, game. and someone's like holds the anime versus the game, and I'm like I don't fucking know because you I was six. They happened at the same time. They didn't. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like. We got Pokemon later than yeah. Japan, so, like, when they celebrate, like, 10 years of Pokemon, it's, like, not actually 10 years of Pokemon yeah. for us. like, they're celebrating like, 30 years of Pokemon today as we record, and I'm like, is it 30 for us? I think it's 25. Is it 25? I think it's the, technically the 25th anniversary, but it's not the 25th anniversary for us. Yeah. I think it's 25. Is it? Because the, the logo has the 2 and the 5 oh, okay. on the Pikachu. Then it's, then it's 25. Right. They released a weird Post Malone cover of not a Pokemon song. Yeah, that was um, weird. And the collaboration with Katy Perry, also weird. They're being weird. Making um, 
some choices. Do we think we get a Sonic the Hedgehog Pikachu redesign where Pikachu's cool now? I'm thinking <laughs> like like a radical Pikachu. Yeah, like ra- like because Sonic the whole thing like they they wanted him radical, and it's weird because they'll redesign mm-hmm. him every few years to be to stay radical. <laughs> yeah, like his early 2000s design is like peak 2000s design. Yeah. Like they cornered that like really well and like his current design is kind of like more rounded like he used mm-hmm. to be they're very good um he just keeps getting skinnier and i'm worried <laughs> like, I th- what if we get like, what if the direct tomorrow is just like fat pikachu's back fat pikachu is back and, and everyone cheers and they don't announce a game but nobody cares because fat pikachu is back everyone like, hooray Woo-hoo. hooray pikachu's big boy that's it He's a big boy Pikachu. <laughs> oh, this is the last thing. Brenda, do you know the plot of the yeah. first Sonic game? You know what? Do you do you know the plot of the first Sonic game? Yes. The plot of the first Sonic game is Sonic the Hedgehog um, has to go get the um, stop the Eggman from roboticizing all of the animals on the planet Mobius. Yeah, more or less. Is that Oh cool! <laughs> and an attempt. <laughs> To steal this, this is, like, from their, like, thing. From, from the main, Yeah. In an attempt to steal the six chaos symbols and harness their power, the evil Dr. Ivo Robotnik has trapped the animal habitats of South Island inside aggressive robots and stationary metal capsules. The player controls Sonic the Hedgehog, who aims to halt Robotnik's plans by freeing his animal friends and collecting the emeralds himself. It's so simple, yet yeah, so good. Yeah, that's, that's the whole game. If you find all six, you get an ending sequence. If you don't, Robotnik's like, you fucking failed. It's also like a video game where you don't kill anything. No, you just, you're like freeing animals and you see the animals yeah. escape. You just poop. You just poop them in the snoot, really. Yeah. So it's really like, you know, the antithesis of a violent mm-hmm. game. It, Sonic <laughs> is here for peace. I I really <laughs> I'm sorry, I just remembered that like I'm just thinking that Alex the Kid was meant to be a rival for Mario and like a, Nintendo must have literally I hate Alex the Kid, everybody. Nintendo must have like laughed, right? <laughs> like when they <laughs> they must have just been like, um, that's a boy, and Mario, <laughs> a man. Mario is a man. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, yeah, you have Mario, we have Alex, kid. What are you guys fucking talking about? <laughs> okay, but ours is a plumber. What does your plumber have that Alex the kid doesn't have? <laughs> Well, he has a stable job in the Mushroom Kingdom as a necessary part of the community, a plumber, and he makes $20 an hour, and he has a 401k and dental insurance. Sometimes he shoots so. fireballs. <laughs> as all plumbers do. Jeez. Uh, yeah, thank God they figured out Sonic. Yeah, thank God. Where would we be without that blue hedgy, hedgy boy? Did you know real hedgehogs can run six miles an hour? Wow, that's, like, uh, significantly slower than Sonic. Yeah, but it is very fast for something that little. Yeah, I guess maybe that's where the speed came from, because, like, if you watch a hedgehog run, they are fast. Like, you could catch them. Like, a person can walk up to, like, four... Like, a person walks fast. Um, But it is... They they are very little, but very... That's how they got the name Sonic, because hedgehogs are so fast. Wow. That's Sonic. Wow, I love it! (laughs) Stay tuned for whenever we get to our next Sonic topic, whatever it yeah. will be. <laughs> There's a lot. I we gotta There's... maybe we do the war for like 
our joint 30th birthday, like, in between our birth, because your birthday's coming up, and mine is in, like, July, so maybe it's, like, in May or something, we start the war. Yeah. Let's, let's begin researching the war. (laughs) You, you know the one, everybody, (laughs) the big one. The console Yeah, it was, woo, anyway, uh. Yeah. That's Sonic. He uh he he beat up Mario for He beat up Mario. Mario. It only lasted a year. In ninety two the next highest selling game was another Mario game, and it was Mario games throughout most of the nineties, but that one year, Sega Sega got fucking scared Nintendo enough that they sicked the US government on them. And that was the beginning of the end for our intrepid hedgehog. It would take him several decades to regain his dignity fully. And even now, have you seen him? He's stuck in the 90s. What a boy. Please tune in next time to Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. We're gonna go buy makeup now. Bye. Bye. We gotta go get makeup. We gotta get balance. It's Bambi release day. Goodbye. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Our music was provided by Esperanza Garay Negron, and you can find their music on Bandcamp at knifenun.bandcamp.com. Our introduction was voiced by Cafe 3G. You can find him under that handle on Twitter and Instagram. This podcast is a part of the Nacellecast Podcast Network. You can find us at Nerd Mysteries on Twitter. The show is edited and produced every week by the amazing host Brenda. And as a reminder, please, please, please... If you're listening to Apple Podcasts, throw us a five-star review. Helps the show out a lot. Tell a friend about the show. And until next time, historians, see ya.